I just had the schus of uh, spending some time with Rav Gamliel Akron Ravnovich, the Shiva Sharshamayim, Shlita, Shiva Gazutin Stark. And he was explaining to me a fascinating idea. And uh, he, he said basically this it's about Parshas Pincha, so I'm not so sure how much the people in America are going to appreciate it, but. If you look at it, Rabbi Gamliel was saying, there's a concept knowing that a kriya me'oreris, meaning when you lay in something and the Torah is being read, just hearing the way the Torah is discussing things, it arouses a person to certain avoida and certain madregas to develop their relationship with the Kosh Baruch So he said, it's such a fascinating thing here on this Shabbos, we're going to be reading about all the Yom Tovim, all the Karbonas and each Yom Tov of, of Pesach, Shavuos, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Shemini Yatzeres, all the Yom Tovim, Rosh Chodesh, everything, and Shabbos, all of it together in this Shabbos, we're reading everything. It means that this Shabbos has within it such a power that it contains the ability to imbue us and imbibe us and give us the simcha of all these Yom Tovim. And um, I was thinking that, you know, it's interesting that here in Eretz Yisrael, we're reading Parshas Pinchas Bidit Bo Bayom, where it's Shivasa Betamus, where it's the day that had it not been on a Shabbos, we'd be fasting. And I think it's so important that the Kodesh Baruch Hu, here for us in Eretz Yisrael, we're reading all about the Yom Tovim on that Shabbos. That means this Shabbos has such a power to be mahapech. Not only that we don't fast, but it gives us the, a taste of all the Yom Tovim. And I think it's a big sign that that's what Hashem wants. Hashem wants to give us Yontav. The Svarim HaKadoshim say that there's going to be a three-week Yontav starting from Shivasa Batamas till Tisha B'Av. And as Hashem, we should all be zochet that the B'ez girl Tzedek will come and already... This Sunday we're going to be singing the Beis Hamikdash, singing Sira, eating Karbonos, and being Nachas Takash Baruch Hu, and being able to fulfill our role of being Megala Kvot Shemaim in the Gantavelt. Zai Gebenched! For a more in-depth idea, being that Pinchas is the Parsha that contains within it all the Yom Tovim, and it starts off with this idea that Pinchas was Heshiv is Hamasi, Bikano is Kinasi, Besocham, that he kind of brought back Hashem's wrath. It's almost like, you know, if an arrow is being shot and the anger just like flaring, that he was able to pull back that arrow that's being shot. It's like almost an amazing, it's almost a supernatural thing. Now, I'll tell you like this. There's so many beautiful swarm and so many beautiful Torahs. But sometimes you just can't ignore when one of the tzaddikim say things that I think people just have to know it. And even though that not everybody has ever learned the Morva Shamash, but the Morva Shamash is one of the deepest of all swarm, of course. Probably every Sefer is deep. But he says something so beautiful, such an unbelievable idea. 
And he says that they, we know that a korban, there's, a, there's an idea that the Anshe Knesset Zagdola established when we read what we read. Whereas how do we read this Parsha? Because Anshe Knesset Zagdola said that when Parsha's Pincha should be read, should be the beginning of the three weeks. This year, we have the four Shabbos in the three weeks. Because it really is 22 days. The three weeks is always the 22-day period. Here, it's almost as if we're at the 23rd, three, three, 23 days because the Tisha B'Av is going to be the day after if Mashiach is not here and we w- would have to fast. Why would Chazal establish that Parshas Pinchas is at the beginning of the Bein HaMetzarim? Bein HaMetzarim is the time between the constrictions. The three weeks is a time when, you know, we're walking through, I think, uh, the Gemara, for those of you who do Dafyomi, if a person walks through Macham Dachuk and, you know, Tzoros come out on Shabbos, right? The idea, though, here is an unbelievable thing. Bein HaMetzarim, the, this is not from the Mor of Shamash, it's a Veltzvort, but it's a Pasuk in Eicha itself. It says, Kol Rodfeha Hisigua Bein HaMetzarim. All those that chased her have attained her, have got caught up with her during Bein HaMetzarim, which Pasuk Shat means that as soon as people are chasing after the Yidin, Techaz Shalom, create havoc and mayhem for the Yidin, the time that they're able to chap them with Nebuch Lo'aleinu be the time of the Bein HaMetzarim, the three weeks. But on many, many tzaddikim explain that's not the way to read the pasuk. Rather, kol ha, kol rodef Hashem. Anybody who's chasing after Hashem, hisigua ben mitzarim. You could attain a kirvas to Kosh Baruch Hu during ben mitzarim, and that might be one reason why that Chazal, uh, the Anshik Dola, decided that Parshas Pinchas, where it talks about all the yomim tovim, has to be read at the beginning of the three weeks, because that's the default relationship Hashem wants to have, that we should be, have, the, have the relationship built on simcha, not built on, on, on punishment. And I think that that's, uh, in general, many times as kids, we yearn to have a relationship with our parents and our, and our fan, friends and family, and sometimes we misbehave and stuff like that, and our parents have to treat us in a stern way, and have to punish and be punitive. And uh, wouldn't it be nicer if we just always just do things right? But that's not the way it works. But Hashem is telling us, even though when Hashem needs to to penalize us, as it were, there is a at that very time is when we have to also realize that He'd much rather give us the Yomim Tovim. So the Marva Shemesh's uh, approach is a little bit different. You know, we saying that how all the Yom Tov Makash put into this to give us that, that that's the way he really wants to relate to us. But the Marva Shemesh says an amazing, amazing thing. She so says, V'liten Tam, I'm reading from the Lashon, V'liten Tam, to give a reason, L'shavach, sorry, Al-Zesh, Nakti Magimur B'Brochus, Quotes a Gemara in Brachos, a very famous Gemara that's towards the beginning where it says, One time I was walking on the road 
I went to one of the destroyed places of the destruction of Yerushalayim. And Eliyahu came and he waited for me outside the, the entrance to the this destroyed place. He says, what voice did you hear in this? When you were davening there, did you hear anything? So, I heard a baskel coming, kind of like crowing like a dove and saying the following, Woe to the sons that in their sins I have destroyed my house. And I have burnt my, my palace and I exiled them amongst the lands. So Elio Navi hears that, and he says, let me tell you something. It's not only at this time, rather it's every day. This is part of the mantra that Koshborhu says, woe unto him that he had to destroy his base of Mikdash because of our sins. So, but he also says, But he also says that fortunate is a king that his servants praise him in his house this way. So, here the Mor Vashamash quotes the Heiliger Menachem Mendel of Rimenov, who is known for many, many beautiful Torahs. This is one of them. Um... Unfortunately, I think a lot of people know him for his famous segula of uh, Tuesday saying uh, Haman. I don't want to belittle that, Chazdom. I, I do that. But uh, to, to put things in perspective. So what did Yitzhak ever say? He says that Kosh Baruch Hu fulfills all the mitzvahs in the Torah. We know that Kosh Baruch Hu wears tefillin. He, has a, he wears a talus and we... You know, he's, we ask what's in his tefillin. Mikamcha Yisrael, Goyachat Ba'aretz. Gemara has beautiful ideas about Kosh Baruch Hu fulfilling mitzvahs. We have a tremendous kasha. Ah, there's a mitzvah. Kosh Baruch Hu. How does he do the mitzvah of tshuva? How does Kosh Baruch Hu do the mitzvah? And has to say that it's mashma that Chaz Shalom who sinned, but we have to just kind of put this into perspective. That if a Baruch Hu fulfills all the mitzvahs in the Torah, so there is something that he wants to do tshuva for. What could that be? The Rimenor says that we see a Gemara that says that Arba Dvarim Baruch Gemara is in Sukkah and Daphnun Beis where it talks about some things about Mashiach, but interesting things. So the Kosh Baruch Hu, there's four things Kaviochel that the Kosh Baruch Hu regrets. The term regretting is usually referred to as part of the tshuva process. A person needs to have charata, regret that he did something. So Kaviochel Kosh Baruch Hu is mischaret. One of the things that Kosh Baruch Hu was upset about is that he even created Yitzhah Hara, Shanemar, Vashay Hara Yossi. 
I made something that would cause the Yidin to do evil. Now, that's a beautiful concept. But how do we see that Kajbarhu's Harata, that is the tshuva. That's the way the Rimanover says it. Marva Shemesh takes it and goes a little further. And he says, what, who's a person who causes a Kaddish Baruch Hu to have regret? Those are the Yidim that want to do what Hashem wants. Even though it's so difficult for us Yidim in, in exile, and we live in difficulties and, and in constraints. And even though that is that time where the, the Midas, the Dinim proliferate during that time. And they create some barrier to, between us and the Kosh Baruch Hu and Shemaim. And it's more difficult to serve Hashem than it is all the rest of the year because there's certain types of, as we mentioned before, Amit, as a din, as if a Kosh Baruch Hu is, wants to be punitive and instead of treating us like trying to focus on the positive. So, Bismarck it came to such a point that Kosh Baruch Hu had to destroy the base of Mikdash. Until this day, there's still prosecutions happening against the Yidin. And that's why we say that Chazal says, that any generation that the base of Mikdash is not rebuilt is as if that generation actively destroyed it. Is that the generation is the one that caused the destruction now, because otherwise it should be rebuilt. So the fact that it's not here means that we are actively destroying it. So, um, so what happens is we see that um, nonetheless, despite all the difficulties and, and the pain that we experience of these dinim and the destruction and that even though we might feel something, the rest of the, the world is not getting it right. So we are misgaber on our Yetzahara and we perform Torah mitzvahs with all our heart and all our souls. And that's when a Baruch gets tremendous nachas from us. And when a Baruch gets nachas from us, that despite that we go into a churva achas mishalayim, we go into destruction, we go into a destroyed place, and yet we still try to daven, we still try to give a kosh baruch hu nachas, because we know that kosh baruch hu is mis'av l'tfilos and shalat tzadigim, a kosh baruch hu has a taiva, has a desire, has a lust for the prayers of tzadigim. And we know that every Jew is a tzadik, it says in the pasuk, v'amechulam tzadikim, v'am yeshuat z'netzimata imasa yedayli's poer, so, really, we know that every Jew is a potential source of tremendous nachas Baruch Hu and taiva for Baruch Hu. And, again, this is not all in the Mor Shemesh, but Gamliel says, when we read Karbonos, we say, 
is korbani lachmi meishai. That Kosh says, the korbanos is like lachmi. It's like my food. It's like it's what it nourishes me. Kaviyochel, of course, Kosh doesn't need nourishments, but Kaviyochel, Kosh tells us that it's as if we're nourishing him by by bringing the korbanos, and for sure by if we can't bring the actual korbanos nowadays, we say the korbanos and the shalma parim just by merely saying the korbanos, we also kaviyochel are nourishing HaKadosh Baruch Hu. we're giving him something, some nachas that he has a kaviyochel a taiva for so that this is the things that gives HaKadosh Baruch Hu tremendous nachas and therefore when we do this that's when HaKadosh Baruch Hu kaviyochel has that charata has that tshuva as it were of course and that's what it means when that, if Yossi went to the Churvaz Yishalayim it's as if sometimes we do an avoda even though we don't feel things, even though we feel it's desolate and destroyed. Rabbi, why don't I have to dive and I don't feel anything? What am I actually going to say? Karbonas? You're nuts. Come on, Rabbi. Let's be serious. God should be happy if I say a bracha, you know? But, but what are we supposed to do to develop our relationship? We're saying, you should be happy. When, like, if our spouse tells us, you know, asks us to do something, so you should be happy that, uh, you know, we're married. Like, you want to build, you don't want to just leave and, like, so how do we dive when we don't feel it? How do we dive when we feel like saying, you should be happy? So this is where, when we nonetheless go and we try to, to serve a Kosh Baruch Hu, we can't serve a Kosh Baruch Hu with atzvus, because um, you know, even though we say Yosi went into the churba, I'm sure it was difficult for him to be there, the matzav of destruction. But we know that the Shekhinah is not sure when there's atzvus, so therefore he was misgaber over his natural depressing state of being. And he was pushed himself to serve a Kosh Baruch Hu with Simcha. And that is what created this tremendous Yichud. And Kaviyachal brought a Kosh Baruch Hu to have that Charata. Oi, what did I do that destroyed the Mesa Mikdash? Because fortunate is a king who in his house they praise him with Simcha. And this is like the Baskal that he, they heard that even though that there's a time that uh, like Rosh Chodesh and there's times when we certain Musafim that we bring that do a lot of Kaviyochol Reach Nichoch Tokosh but nonetheless being that we have no Rizbeach and no Korban Vein Shir all we have is the Torah to learn about it so Yiftiach Lan Tokosh Kosh promises, When we deal and we try to understand what it means to bring korbonos, Kosh considers as if we actually brought the korbonos. And we know that on, on Shavasavatamas, that's the day Shabbatal Atamid. So here we are on Shabbos. 
this actually happens to be that this Shabbos is not only the beginning, first Shabbos of three weeks, but it's also Shabbos, Shabbos of Atamas. And uh, this is the Shabbos when we have this ability to change from the oi, we don't have a base of Mikdash, oi, we don't have Korbonos, oi, we don't have our relationship with the Kosh Baruch Hu, but we say like, oh, but he gave us this ability. He gave us this ability to read the Parsha, and it's as if we did the Korban. So even if he's thrown us out of the, his house, but he gives us a way to connect to him. And I think this is one of the most important things here, that we understand that if we have, within the depth of our house, this desire to become connected to Kosh Baruch Hu. So, sometimes that desire will help us overcome the, I guess, the default mode of like, oh my gosh, you got to learn about Corbanos? You know, I just remember as a, as a kid growing up in L.A., I wanted just the ice cream. I didn't want to have, like, you know, the quinoa. Right? Nowadays, I think uh, the only thing I could have is the quinoa. But, uh, you know, we want, everybody likes the sweet stuff. The carbonos are things that I'm kind of brings together. Bringing together means I'm doing something that I don't necessarily want to do. But because I know the other wants it, that's why I do it. That is the biggest yisod. The biggest yisod in every relationship is that I want to do what the other wants. And I think this is the idea that we, each of us have this pechina of Rav Yossi going into the churva. Every time that Rav Gamliel was saying uh, there was a chash of a rov that came to visit and um, Rav Gamliel was talking about how important it is to say Karbonas and how his father never missed Karbonas and, and Rav Gamliel's charuser, Rav Zundel Kreuzer, who was unbelievable, Talmud Chacham, the Zari Chama and many other swarm he wrote, he never missed a day of saying Korbonos. So this Rav says, well, you're talking about just to say the Parshas HaTamid? And Gabriel says, is that all that's printed in the Siddur? I mean, Andrzej Knesset Gola said we should say whatever they said they put in the Siddur. All of a sudden we just pick and choose what we want. So we're serving Hashem what's convenient for me or we're trying to do what Hashem wants. Hashem should bless us that we should see the unbelievable opportunities we have to connect to Kosh Baruch Hu, and we should revel in it. We should be so besimcha that we have this opportunity to connect to Kosh Baruch Hu. Hashem should taka if we do this we approach the three weeks instead of like oh no three weeks I can't listen to music Ugh, what am I going to do with myself? Hello, this is the time to develop yourself. To develop self to say, hmm, what's the most important relationship in my life is my relationship between me and myself or me and Hashem. And if Hashem is telling me no music, so I'm, okay, I'm definitely going to listen. I'd like to know why. Okay, so you learn. You understand it. But it's unbelievable that what opportunities we have, Kosh Baruch should help us always re- realize the schus we have of being able to learn and read the carbonos that we morning and afternoon 
Kosh Baruch should help us. Again, I'm not saying that everybody should jump in and start saying, you know, an extra 10, 15 minutes of, of Korbanos every day before davening. If you have the time, for sure it's G'day. If you don't have the time, you should say something. Add something. Do little by little and then increase until you're saying the whole thing. Shem should help us all. We should be Zechazayim to be, see the opinion based on me, just the B.S. Gold Tzedek, and we'll not only be, need to rely on the Shalom of Parim Sassina, that we could rely on a Baruch Hu, and the, by reading that the Korbanos are going to do it for us, but we could actually actually see the Korbanos and the Kohanim and the Ravoda in Heri Amen.